106.3 ATL, the beat of the street. Yes, ATL is number one for live, uncut indie, hip-hop, and R&B streaming 24-7. So let's talk about it, man. We've been conversating. We've been watching some footage. You know what I'm saying? I've been looking in the news, whether it's Fox or CNN. Uh, we're talking about the government, the temporarily restart of the yeah. government, temporarily, three weeks. Yeah. You got three weeks to get it back, you know, get it right. And then... Um, Trump's about to shut it down again. Well, you know what? Uh, I personally believe that Donald Trump is crazy. With that being said, I believe he's so crazy that he's throwing everybody a swerve. So you can, even if you are a hardcore left or hardcore right, liberal or conservative, you are getting flung by god dang the tag team champions donald trump and the stylish goddamn i am villain roger stone okay <laughs> y'all i think they are giving the world the best tag team goddamn turn up beat down that the united states has ever seen Yes, we're 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 back in the Nixon days, man. It's <laughs> right in the Nixon days. Scandal after scandal, <laughs> story after story, breaking news after breaking news. And, and I believe that that uh, it's because of money. This is because of true capitalism. Nobody can do nothing about Donald Trump or Roger Stone. That's right. He is literally the Joker in the deck. I it's, mean. You there's you, you can't get a bead on him. He's so let's let's look at all the positive things though. Okay, positive thing number one: hmm. by shutting down the federal government, it affects a lot of the one percenters. True or false? I'd have to say false. What you don't you think one percenters are still getting paid off of his crazy? Tax everybody and goddamn shut all the ports down and guess what? He already gave them all the tax breaks, so they're they're still they're still sipping tea on the beach. They're 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 all right, man. Let me tell you they're, something. They're, they're at their yacht parties. All right, they're, they're living How, it up. Man? How they're living it off the sweat off you our got, backs. You, you can't even get your boat out the dock to, to, to get a yacht party because of the government shutdown. You know what I'm saying, like. You got to understand the effectiveness of this shutdown to all the people that rely on the federal government. Like, you know, uh, major airlines rely on the federal government. Transportation solely rely on it. So you're telling me, you know what I'm saying, a government shutdown, which affects is, uh, uh, most of the most of the federal funded stuff. Do you know any black people with, with some federal funded uh, business? Not off the top of my head, okay, no. So I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> 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 I'm assuming these one percenters are getting hit too. I'm just saying uh, another positive thing. Uh, he certainly is uh, emphasizing a lot 
on border security because we need to get this wall, okay? Now, how does it benefit me? I don't know, okay? <laughs> Apparently, it's going to, well, it's going to do three things. It's going to keep the illegals out. True. It's going to keep the drugs out. True. And it's going to put an end to human trafficking. These are The these, wall. The wall, okay? Because it's going to be a smart wall, okay? It's going to. It's gonna be Bluetooth compatible, okay? So as, as opposed to the dumb walls, as like, like, yeah, <laughs> like huh. China's wall. That was a dumb wall, okay? Like the Berlin Wall. That was a dumb wall. I heard my president, our president, okay, promise us a smart wall. Oh. Uh- I just want to know how the wall took a left turn from Mexico. Who's going to pay for the wall? Mexico. They're going to pay for it. I guarantee. Now he's saying he wants money for the wall or nobody's going to work. Maybe. He... Where, how did we get from there to there? That's Okay. Yeah. So maybe he jumped a snap. Okay. All right. He called it, but it wasn't real. So he recanted it. So now he had to go back five yards, but he's still driving forward. You get what I'm saying? Right, that's a football analogy, okay? All right, you know what I'm saying? He he's, he jumped prematurely. Exactly. He said, oh. So we he, got a false start. We got a false start. But, you know what I'm saying? It's still first down. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 15 to go as opposed to 10. It's exactly. Exactly. So it's really... Uh, 5.9 billion. Here's my, <laughs> here's my theory on the wall. All right. My theory, and that's all this is. This is this is still a theory because it has. That's a hypothesis. All right. Hasn't yet been proven, but I believe he promised whoever's going to build this wall. He promised probably a. There was probably a large sum of money that was promised. That uh, first of all, you are saying that the president of the United States is conspiring. All right, that's what you're saying. All right, they already proved that was there was no collusion. You know what I'm saying? They already proved. What what more do you want from this man? Okay, he's doing his best. I want him out. Let's get him out of office. Never mind. Never mind. You know what I'm saying? The Trump Towers in Moscow. Never mind that. Okay. We're not going to look at that. We're not looking at that. Not. It's uh, not on the table. What about his clothing factories in China? We're going to look at those? It has nothing to do with how he runs this. We're talking about the wall. We're talking about rapists. Okay. (laughs) We're talking about rapists like the women. And the children and the duct tape and the duct tape. Okay, <laughs> let's let's talk about let's talk about real stuff, and let's not get diverted on other ulterior motives. That's clearly not there, not there at all. <laughs> Once we find out who is capturing most of the duct tape, then we find out who is clearly hopping the border. Those illegals, terrorizing. Beautiful American towns. <laughs> All right. Beautiful. Suburbia. Suburbia. There. One day, you know what I'm saying? You're mowing. Terrorizing the neighborhood. One day, you're mowing your lawn. Next thing you know, it's a dead drug body. You're in the back of a van. <laughs> Duck <Duck-tay. laughs> 
Okay. All right. So, so look, what about the the? We're not gonna do anything about the tunnels under the desert. What? See, how's a wall gonna stop the tunnels under the desert? I don't think you understand the technical ability of a wall. Okay. Excuse me, a smart wall. A smart wall. You don't understand that. See, you're thinking like a fence. Okay, we're talking about a wall. Okay, it's something totally different, and tunnels can't penetrate through walls. All right. That's just, you know, geographically correct. But you can tunnel under a wall, right? All that still in theory. Okay, that's, that's theory. We need to deal with facts. Okay, a wall stops rapists. Facts. Okay, a wall stops drugs. Facts. A wall stops illegal immigrants coming over here, jacking up our taxes and raping and pillaging. Doing the jobs that we don't want to do. Facts. That's what a wall stops. Okay. All right. And that's what we need to. We need to stick to the topics. You know what I'm saying? That's why you're a CNN watcher, aren't you? You like to go. You're you're so you fake news. All right. <laughs> Fake news. I actually prefer MSNBC. Fake news. C-SPAN. Fake news. All this stuff. Fake news, okay? If it's not coming from our commander-in-chief, it's fake news. Let's go. All right. Let's make America great again. Anything else? I can't stand it. (laughs) I don't know how you can stand it. But... I really believe that this this temporary deal that he came up with, uh-huh. I believe that this is, because he has a State of the Union coming up. Doesn't he? Yeah. And he's going to attend. He needs to generate some momentum. That, okay. That's, that's what this is all about. First off, if he chooses to attend it, let's, let's go with that, because there's real stuff that needs to be in place. Well, now, look at it this way. You're okay. Not, the State of the Union has to be approved by the Speaker of the House. Okay. Which and is how is that going to... And it's not... And she, it definitely won't get approved if the government is shut down. <laughs> that's that's, that's kind of true. They may not. But I'm pretty sure he has a plan but for that. But he, he has to deliver some kind of a speech to his one-tooth population that... You know what I'm saying? First off. He has to say what they have, what they like to hear. Do you understand who's in, in the? I mean, think about who's in the corner of Donald Trump. Think about it. All right. Yeah. So we got. You have the top one percent. Hold on. Hold and on. you got the top, and you have the bottom negative fifty percent. I'm. I'm <laughs> so you get the best. No. And then we're somewhere in between. No, no. The backing of Donald Trump is the villain. Well, what you what may be perceived to be is a villain, but there's no actual known fact that he is a villain. You have Roger Stone, all right, in one corner. And in the other corner, you got America's mayor Giuliani. Okay, so we, we got you're dealing with like they are the 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 who else you got? Uh 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 and you got Pence. Well he's like, you know, just think of the four horsemen. You remember wrestling? You got like they're like the four horsemen. They're like the Ric Flair, Arn Anderson. 
they are a team to be reckoned with. As long as Mayor Giuliani has the mic, I'm pretty sure he could, you know, spearhead any public uh, 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 conversation in the right direction. Mayor Giuliani, America's mayor, America's, America's mayor. He is, uh, yeah, he is. Well, he is Trump's legal advisor. So. It, yes. Yes. Yeah, yes, he, he is. And, you know, if, if it's time to lawyer up and, and... Man, listen. Listen, y'all got nothing... Take that on. shit to trial, then y'all got, yeah, you got a force to be reckoned with. Y'all have nothing... The America is in good hands. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you really say that America, with a straight face, sir? America is in great hands with a fearless leader like Donald Trump if you're in that 1% and 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 uh, uh, a person that give advice like Roger Stone a but lawyer just, team with like Mayor Julie it just baffles my mind that the one tooth population down in Mississippi I mean whose shack is falling on their possum how do you think can't wait for Trump to get to Washington? There's no R in Washington, by the way. Bro. But I'm trying to let you know. I'm I'm just trying to figure out why why does he think Black people voted for him too now? I have no use for those coons. I really don't. <laughs> At all. Okay. We can we can line them up and just, you know. I'm sorry. First off negative. We are not lining up all the good black That goes for Ben Carson, Condoleezza Rice. 106.3 ATL The Beat of the Street. ATL's number one for uncut live indie hip-hop and R&B streaming 24-7. America's Mayor. 106.3 ATL The Beat of the Street. Yes, ATL's number one for live, uncut indie hip-hop and R&B streaming 24-7. This segment is Seagay's That Guy, Segai, his main segment. Yes, in the midst of all the turmoil and chaos, there are some silver linings, things to look forward to. This is your sports and social media moment. All right, let's do it. All right, as we all know, let's get to the, you know, to the big thing that's happening Sunday. We got Super Bowl 53. Hey, those Saints didn't make it. I know you were cheering, huh? You were like, yeah. Let ATL rejoice. Oh, man. There will be no silver and, excuse me, black and gold downtown now. No, but they will be still that man, Mr. Comeback Kid, Mr. Goddamn P. Diddy. We ain't going nowhere. That's alright. Shout out to Drew Brees. You know, they gave it. Drew Brees. They gave it the, you know, they gave it the soldiers try, the heroes try, but alas, (laughs) they fell short. I was thinking of Tom Brady. Oh, Tom Brady, yeah, New England, but we have to see them, and they're coming. 
I think they're going to. Tom Brady has a chip on his shoulder. He thinks the league is against him. Yeah, I would. I mean, I'm, he's a winner. He's, post, he's posting workouts Ooh. on social media with 50 Cent's Many Men Wish Death Upon Me in the background. <laughs> because uh, he's Tom Brady and he's great. Can't mm. hate on him. Can't hate on him. He is the Michael Jordan of this quarterback shit. Along with allegations tied to every <laughs> Super Bowl that he's ever won. <laughs> Michael Jordan didn't have to endure what? Spygate. <laughs> Deflate gate. First of all. Yes. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yeah, if your coach is not videotaping the other team. Bro, teams, yeah, right. exactly. Bro, it, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Please, yeah, I want to hear this. Okay, what's the goal of football? Win? Yeah. All right, there you go. Get the, get the W. Al Davis said it best. Just win. Hey. Baby. Hey. <laughs> I don't even know what to say after that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know how the conversation go on after that, because you have Tom Brady, who is a winner, and you know what winners do? They win. Okay, that's that's it. Nah. Well, it's. I think it's pretty easy if you like. Look, uh, I got some videotape of the other teams walk through. You're gonna you're gonna see this again tomorrow. Yep. So if they. If you're thinking about doing this, I kind of like do, you know, you know. I understand. As long as you win. Just bet on the winner and win money. Win money with the winner. That's all I'm trying to figure out. I mean. Even if he needs to take a little bit of. Even if he needs. What? You know what the bookie ain't going to say? Oh, man, he cheated. I ain't going to pay you. No, motherfucker. You got to pay me. (laughs) Even. Even if he, he needs to take a little bit of air out of the football so he can get a better grip. I don't grip. care what he done did, okay? I don't care. He could have called the, in a bomb threat. You know what? He won the game, right? Give me my ball. God damn it. Give me my jersey. Give me my money. And guess where I'm going? The Disney World. <laughs> Which is why I cannot stand the New England Patriots or their fans. It well, is that attitude. I mean, I'm not a – I don't have a – I mean, I feel the same way about the Yankees when they were on their streak. And will, they will be up against the underdog, the Los Angeles Rams. I have nothing to say. <laughs> What? Well, oh, the Rams are gonna win. They have a chance. Well, they showing up. Yeah. I mean, they packed the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I... they coming to give it all they got, man. They, they have nothing to lose. Their coach, their head coach, is the youngest head coach to ever coach in a Super Bowl. I am convinced. If if the uh, if the Patriots are in the Super Bowl and it's not the Giants on the other side, or we could even say Philadelphia now, if it's not them on the other side, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm confused at what people expect. <laughs> you, know, you know who is on the Patriots side? Brady. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all you know and that's all you care about, that's Brady. Brady. Three seconds left in the game. On the on, on the goddamn on our goddamn one yard line, fourth down. Tough. Brady got the ball. 
It won the game. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I have to agree with you. You're kind of right That's... that Eli Manning is that Brady kryptonite. Yep. Yep. And I sure wish he was showing up tomorrow, <laughs> this, <know>. this Sunday. <laughs> I know, right? That's true. All yep. right. Yep. Oh, uh, uh, one more thing. Eli, go down to Jacksonville, get with Tom Coughlin, get another Super Bowl ring, and then retire. Yeah, you got a great defense, Eli. It's already set up. All you got to do is just keep the train on the tracks. Man, go, go down with your homeboy. That's how you're supposed to do it. Your homeboy get the whole thing set up. Say, okay, come on in. <laughs> and boom. You're right. The quarterback is the only missing piece down there in Jacksonville. They got wide outs. They got running backs. They got a fire defense. You just need someone that can hold, just keep the car in the middle, of the, keep it between the lines, you know? Boom. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. Um, Black Panther is back in the news here in 2019. After its stellar success from 2018, All right. they just, this past Sunday, took home the SAG Awards, that's the Screen Actors Guild Award, for outstanding performance by a cast in a motion picture. Mm. And they are one of the top contenders for the Oscars coming up. They are nominated for Best Picture, and then they are one of the front runners. Oh. And to commemorate that said success of the Black Panther, this Friday, you can go to your local movie theater for, and I guess all of Black History Month, you can see the movie for free. Yay! How do you feel about that, Mr. Dreyfus? <laughs> I think it's great. Let's show some fictional Black Panther as opposed to the real Black Panther party for February. That makes sense. Got to keep them dumb. All right? Think about Wakanda and some, you know, supernatural alien shit. Don't think about actually getting together and doing anything. Even they displayed that in the damn movie, right? Don't get together. Just keep it all separated. Let these Americans do their thing. And if you see them dying, just, uh, oh, my bad. My bad. I ain't going to help you, though. <laughs> oh, towards the end of the movie, they did come to America to, you know, sort of help out. To say, hey, I'm sorry for just letting y'all go and getting slavery and stuff and get beat down. We don't even know what a KKK is, but damn, I heard it was rough. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, watch the movie. I must say that. I mean, every you got to have a start somewhere. Nah, man, bull and crap. Black Panther was a start. Black Panther was not a start. It was a start in Hollywood. That was not a start in Hollywood. Oh yeah. Black exploitation movies was our start, but so then, you're so you're just gonna relegate the movie Black Panther to a black exploitation film? No, I'm saying. So you put it you put it there with the Mac. And oh hell no! The spook that sat by the door. <laughs> oh hell no! Hell no! I, okay. First of all, black, when you say black exploitation, that's what immediately comes okay, to mind. Okay, good because that was our actual start. That was where we started from. This is some old. We just got goddamn uh, 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 Jason Abrams backing and say, okay, you know, some white nah, dude. Come on. But Let even me, though, wait, even the wait, bl- oh, okay. wait, wait, order, 
Order. God damn it. Order. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. So go ahead. I, I got the answer for that. I'm saying Black Panther the movie. I'm not saying it was terrible. I thought it was a good movie. Okay. Not saying anything negative about the cast. I'm not saying anything negative about the production or anything like that. But what I am saying is it's only great now because we the people decided to say, oh, man, we're really doing it when we've been doing it. Order, order, order. God damn it. (laughs) Since we've been doing it since back in the day. But... You don't want to give them. I don't see, goddamn. What about the life and times of Rudy Ray Moore, goddamn? What's up, what's up with that? What's up with Dolomite? Okay, listen. Before Black Panther, even with all of the black exploitation films, man, we had. Hold on. I'm going to give you, I can break down the narrative of every movie in Hollywood, excuse me, black film in Hollywood. Okay. Okay. Boy gets out of prison. He comes home, he gets sucked back into the life. Then I don't want to leave my boys. And he got to choose between his family and the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. He runs out there. Oh, don't kill Bubba. Bubba gets shot. Then we have a then we have Sunday dinner at Big Mama House. And then we pray at church. And then everything goes back to normal. And that's the end of the, that that's the typical that's the typical plot for wow. every yeah. But with Black Panther, you have, excuse me, going back to your black exploitation, black exploitation films, they were also directed by your white counterparts that you love so much. They they also had a hand in what? Negative. Nah. Negative. That, that, is, that is a concrete fact, sir. Okay. And to him, and instead, he got a flag. He's saying, I'm trying to call timeout. It's the loudest manure chant I've ever heard. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Clearly, submit now. Because you looked it up, and I looked it up, and there's only, like, two directors that actually does that uh, 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 black exploitation film. Only two of them were white. So you're wrong, sir, and I'd like to correct you on this. Yes. Now, go ahead. Onward to this point. Black Panther. What are the three? What are the elements that you're looking for in this movie? That that I promise you, there was a past movie that had everything but the budget and wasn't as successful. It's only because of the budget. But go ahead, continue. Let me let me hear your elements. This is the first movie you have a major motion picture film. Okay. That was given a major motion picture budget. Had a black director, all black cast. So this movie, it it had to it, it essentially it had to succeed so you can get more of, more of the light. So I'm going to I want to make sure I point this out. Okay, Black Panther's budget was two hundred million dollars. Right. If Someone gave you $200 million, I'm pretty sure you could pull off something like Black Panther. But it made in the billions, though. It made because... It grossed 
more than Infinity if, War. If you had a hundred million, could have went to just the movie alone and be just as as it is. Another hundred million could have been for advertisement, which clearly it was not under advertised. It was over advertised. Now, for a film back in the day, 1993, an all black cast, a black director was Robert Towson's Meteor Man. The budget was $80 million. Just eighty million. That didn't. That's pretty it. damn big in '93. It's pretty damn big in '93, but it did not have the 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 horsepower, the promotional horsepower that this film has. I'm not saying once again because it was backed by Marvel's Marvel Studios. Ding ding ding. Okay, this is what I'm talking. So here we are. The all-black cast, the all-black budget, the all-black movie, but really it's still funded by... Because I know for a fact Meteor Man is an independent movie. Independent. That's doing it ourselves. That's, 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 that's true. Us. That's us. In comparison to and a shouts, bank like... Shout out to Robert Townsend because he was the first. What? That's why I'm saying, hey, man, if we're going to show, and this is what I don't understand, because in the, in the backhand of all this, it's not like we're lacing the pockets of the people that put the money together. What we're lacing the pockets of is Marvel. Stan Lee's, he's not rolling. He's swimming in his grave, guys. <laughs> he's swimming with money. Yeah. It's, it's, it's February. Y'all got to host my shit for free. Yeah. So you got it. And I would like to point out that the cast wasn't all black because there was two, if not three, white people in Black Panther. While, while you're talking about Meteor Man, everybody was black, sir. Everybody was black. Look it up. Don't believe me. This is this is how you this is how you call a spade a spade up in here. So, I'm tired of this white rhetoric. So so in your so in your eyes, your opinion, Black Panther is just overrated. It's, oh what? Oh highly, son. Highly. It's over just overrated by it's just Bro. a two hundred million dollar film, huh? Bro, if I had two hundred million dollars, I bet you I could pull up something like Black Panther. I bet you. And you know what the best part about it is? They could, all they had to do was read a comic book and get the movie. I mean, <laughs> you can't mess up. I mean, a white guy wrote the comic book, and you just got to follow that format. I mean, what did they really do? They didn't create anything by themselves. It's like the white guy said, here, do this. <laughs> but essentially, you had to create a country, an unknown country called Wakanda. That's Nigeria. Really? Yes. Look it up. That's another thing. I'm on on fire tonight, man. God. Look it up. Look it up. That that was Nigeria. And it's crazy how they depicted. Now, mind you, these are white people that put this together now. It's not like this this thing was written 
by a black man. No, it was written, yeah. Okay. Well, but it was directed. Oh, it's directed. That's fine. And then what he wanted to see through his eyes, that's great. But the story is a white story. All right. And they basically put it in our face that they know, yeah, we split y'all up, nigga. <laughs> yeah, nobody came to help y'all, nigga. Yeah, we want you to be mad at them niggas over there, nigga. <laughs> it's crazy. Nonetheless. Nonetheless. A win is still a win. <laughs> I guess so. And Black Panther is expected to do big at the Oscars. Uh, another place that they're uninvited. But damn right. I hope they get an Oscar. I hope that they do it. Speaking of Oscars, real quick, you know, just to point out, Kevin Hart turned down the Oscar. You know why? You know why? Yeah, because he had to. Yeah, he they had to. wanted to him to essentially apologize again for something. He, ten years ago, he tweeted out ten years ago. And Black Panther is gonna get an Oscar. Couldn't this is? Yeah, this is we're. We're really winning. <laughs> we are. We are. Where's the BET Awards? <laughs> 106.3 ATL, the beat of the street. That's right. ATL's number one for indie, hip-hop, R&B, live, uncut, streaming, 24-7. We thought for the Institute, for her and for the board, it was the right thing to do. The Birmingham Civil Rights Institute, standing with its initial decision to honor Dr. Angela Davis with its most prestigious award. Last fall, the BCRI chose Davis as its Reverend Fred L. Shuttlesworth Human Rights Award recipient. But earlier this month, the board changed its mind, rescinding the honor. Days later, three board members resigned. We asked why the honor was rescinded, and we're told Davis didn't meet all the criteria for the award. Today, the interim board chair told us several groups originally voiced concerns about Davis's nomination, but he would not give specifics. We were going to have some strategic conversations with some people in the community to try to see what the issues were. For whatever reason, the board abandoned that process and made a, almost a snap decision. Uh, to rescind it. The interim chair doesn't think the backlash has impacted attendance or funding. Still, the BCRI hopes to move past the controversy. I hope that when the public views what we've done and the fact that we have come out and we publicly repented of what we've done wrong and we publicly apologize and we publicly asked her to come back, that they will have more respect for us. The BCRI hopes Davis accepts their apology and they say right now she wants to take the time and think about her decision to accept this award in Birmingham. Yeah, I, I heard this story many, many times over. 106.3 ATL, the beat of the streets. That's right, ATL's number one for live, uncut, indie, hip-hop, and R&B streaming 24-7. Okay, so the conversation is about our one of the premier civil rights leaders. Our in, queen mother. In history, Miss Angela Davis. Doctor, and get, say to Monica, get this woman her flowers. Okay, Doctor Angela Davis. Um, apparently, there's been a controversy, as you've heard, 
about the Birmingham Civil Rights Institute, giving her the Fred Shuttlesworth Human Rights Award. And uh, because she has a thing about freeing Palestine, you know, free Palestine, apparently there is some Jewish big man on campus that said, no, sir, no, (laughs) ma'am, no, ma'am, none of that. And then the Jews, I mean, sorry, the Jewish community showed the might and told these black folks, don't give her shit. (laughs) And they did it. And apparently they didn't realize that when you go after the true queen, that we would act in such outrage. What do you say? That's what it all boils down to, man. It's whoever's funding this little organization. I don't know much about them, you know. Birmingham, it's right next door to y'all. Yeah. Okay. But whoever's funding them, that that's essentially who's in control. You know, they put a black face, and they well, put, a, yeah. you know what I'm I saying. Mean, that, but essentially, they're not making the decisions. Of course not. Obviously, I, I, there's no way I believe that the black people owns or operates or completely like are in charge have to say so in this Birmingham Civil Rights Institution unless like she really screwed someone over back in Birmingham where she's from where where I mean where she is from Dynamite Hill that's where she was born where the Ku Klux Klan kept bombing it up so much they just call that bruh Dynamite Hill <laughs> right there she must have did someone dirty that now after all these years they're like you know what nah man nah it's it that that has nothing to do with what what she's been through is why she's nominated for such an award and why she should be receiving awards plaques numerous like i said give this woman her flowers while she's still alive that's true uh, a quote from the birmingham Holocaust Education Center, which, I mean, I didn't know there was a Holocaust besides a black Holocaust, but apparently this Holocaust is the Jewish Holocaust. I I guess it's more important. Well, recent outspoken support of the boycott, uh, devisement, and sanction campaign against Israel, which is very troubling as it targets the Jewish people excessively. Somehow... If you support one, if you say, hey, these people should live, that means the other people should die, apparently. <laughs> like, you support Palestine, then somehow you're, 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 you're anti-Semitic <laughs> and you're against Jews. I mean, I, can, I really, I can't live in this society where, where if I say I'm black and, my, and I'm proud, that means I hate everything else. Well, I'm, it's not saying I hate red, yellow, blue, orange, green. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying I love myself. I, I love. I treasure my heritage. That I'm, you I'm, know, I love me. I love where I come from. Yeah, we've been oppressed in this country, but guess what? We we still here. Only in America is where uh, you could have a problem that was mainly overseas come over here and tell one of our civil rights leaders 
that y'all are doing it wrong. Only in America. <laughs> I, I'm I'm impressed. Maybe maybe I don't I fully grasp like the, the whole purpose of of even thinking about not giving. That's just a small small parallel to what we've been tolerating in this society since we've been brought over here. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. First, it was illegal for us to educate ourselves. It was illegal for us to be a man. You know, to say I am a man. I mean, we had to march, bleed and die to say I'm a man. We had to march, bleed and die just to use a bathroom. Then we had to march, bleed and die just to get a sandwich at a lunch counter. I mean, it's all of these things. And now you... Well, this, and then fast forward the day when Colin Kaepernick takes a knee on the sideline. Well, that's not the right way to protest. Really now. So there's a right and a wrong way now. Well, I mean, Colin Kaepernick is, a, is that's a whole different topic. <laughs> True. But, but I do understand what you're saying. But like, protest is protest. Protest is protest. He's not, he's not marching around with tiki torches. I mean, is that is that a requirement? Or I mean, <laughs> apparently, if you are of the 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 white supremacist group, well, I I, you know what I'm saying. Hold on, before we get this gets get completely out of control, uh, let's talk about Angela Davis. What do you know about Angela Davis? Doctor Angela Davis. Doctor Angela. Davis. Along with herself, Doctor Huey P. Newton, Bobby Seale. They had this idea in Oakland that we we don't need the police. We should be our police. When they would walk by, you know, they would they would actually stand by like they you know how it was in Oakland back in the 60s. We used to get beat like animals, you know. So we needed people out there on to make sure the police is yeah, you can go ahead and detain someone, but you, you don't need all the extra stuff. You know what I'm saying? The Black Panthers started by actually walking the kids to school in the morning, making sure they got the school safe. Not only that, school breakfast. That was a program implemented by the Black Panthers. Temporary assistance for needy families brought to you by the Black Panthers. Okay, there's stuff, to, if it wasn't for the Black Panthers, there's stuff, there's principles in the system that's today, if it wasn't for them, they, it wouldn't be. But they were main, but they were mainfully put in place, like I said, to police ourselves, to protect ourselves, to defend ourselves, and essentially arm ourselves. All of ourselves. Under the, you know, under the... Under the, um, you know, umbrella. Good word. Under the <laughs> under the umbrella of the Constitution, you know. So let's 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 break that down. Why were they more? Why were they so effective in comparison to any movement that we got going on now? Because number one, we would all the Black Panthers were armed. They would march. They would march to the. To I mean, the, we to armed the here. We in Georgia. Oh, excuse me. We they were armed, and the, the most important part, they were organized. 
So why can't we get organized? What 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 does it take for us to get organized? Well, they left the blueprint. The well, Black Panthers essentially they were the last they were the last group. Okay, what was the blueprint? I mean, where's the blueprint? Where where is it that we can grasp it now? Cuz I don't see anybody reading. So I so I don't, I can't see how a blueprint is going to be effective in this situation. They should have YouTube this mother. But I don't understand like like the blueprint cuz I mean people don't read. Can we get that out the way? People don't read. Why? Why? Just why? Why? Why fucking CA? Why? We why the guy? Why? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. We don't read because it takes time. It's not it. <laughs> It's not instant. It do take in this, time. In our microwave generation, we want the information now. We want to go to YouTube and see it now. We want to just fast forward to the end. Get the, I don't want to read the book to get the answer. Just show me the answer. Or just give me the answer. In our microwave generation, we want our instant grits. We want our instant pudding. We want our instant milk and whatever. That's how that's how it is. We want our information in an instant. And my job as a black man from the north, <laughs> as a man that is perceived to be thought of as no, nah, this is not a plague that's just yeah. quarantined to the south. No, this is, well, this is a plague that's well. You gotta you gotta deal with with it where you're at first. You know what I'm saying? So because of here, I vow to always give y'all some good information. Good reading material, and if something dumb happened to you, then I'd be like, "Hey, I looked out for you. <laughs> I gave you what you needed. What happened?" But that, but exactly. you know the the age old saying: if you want you want to hide something from a black person, put it in a book. That's that's no secret. We've been saying that to ourselves for years, and, and it's true, you know. And it shall be false here on 106.3 ATL, the beat of the street. That's right. ATL's number one for live and uncut indie hip-hop and R&B streaming 24-7. 106.3 ATL, the beat of the street. ATL's number one for live and uncut indie hip-hop and R&B streaming 24-7. That's where we were coming from with the Black Panther Party. How are we going to organize? Because this is a political party. This is not something about being macho. What I'm talking about and dreaming about and, 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 and thinking about is organizing all the votes in our black community. We knew and had researched and understand that 40% of the population of the city government of Oakland was African-American, another 12% was Chicano, Mexican-American, plus Asian, et cetera, people of color. How come we can't unify these votes? Institutionalized racism, the crux of institutionalized racism, rests on its laws. Legislators make those laws. If they have racist mentality, they're going to make racist laws. So what we have to do is we need those political seats, those political power seats. But in the final analysis, if you don't have some of those political power seats, those legislative seats that make the laws, that's a political power seat, you ain't gonna change shit. You see what I mean? 
So you got to change the law and then enforce the new law. We're back. We are finally back. We took a hiatus for a week, but the fans wanted more. It is I, June Greatest, along with my co-hosts, cohorts, and uh, all-around good buddy. Yeah, here he is, the guy, the guy. We are back. The people wanted us, so here we are. Or we just, you know, kept on bugging until we, you know, got up in this mug. Yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, sometimes you got to roll your own, you know, carve out your own space. <laughs> roll your own. All right, so um, how you doing, man? What's going on with you? How's how's life been? How's, how's your, you know, weekend? Man, no complaints, man. The kid is still here, still popping. Um, body's been taking a beating. Getting back in the gym, trying to get my, you know, trying to be nude beach ready by my birthday. Nude beach ready. That's right. Whatever. Let's get it. All right. So, um, yes. Uh, well, I've been doing great. I went to um, North Carolina. I spent the weekend there with the family. Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, I went all the way to Nags Head, North Carolina. It's a historically white place. Uh-huh. That's why I never heard of it. And I mean, it's pretty cool, though. Uh, I've been to uh, Wilson, North Carolina. Big shout out to Wilson, North Carolina, and all the things that y'all do and all the history that y'all bring. I learned about Oliver Nestus Freeman. He was a black mason in Wilson, North Carolina. This man, you know what I'm saying, used to create these things called roundhouses for the uh train engines well no not for the train engines but he created these roundhouses for um the gis the black gis coming back from i believe world war ii mm. yeah man i think it was it must have been world war ii world war ii or the civil war it's one or the other but um he knew booker t washington so whatever time frame booker t washington was in it's world war ii World War II. Okay, so boom, it was World War II. Uh, very, you know, I've come to realize that we don't get into masonry like we're supposed to, because he was a mason. Like, he used to create these roundhouses, and I advise every one of y'all to go check out Wilson, go look up Oliver Nestus Freeman and his contribution to the black community, because well, we have our, I say we, but the black delegation we have our own subsect of masons we're called the prince hall masons the prince hall masons yes wait all right so is this like all right are they masons for real like you can hire them oh you oh you're talking about <laughs> the re- actual the actual, the actual act- trade yeah the actual trade like he was a real mason that is a lost art form. Right. that is a lost trade man listen this dude there dude. are a lot of in in our community there are yeah. there are a lot of other lost trades i like to say like okay. you don't see no butchers no more right. you don't see sure. no more you know Shoe shiners, like real barbers that you go in, lay back, you get your hot towel and you shave. Like right. As a know, matter of fact, the barber pole, 
you know the thing that you said. Right. It was actually a medical thing because you used to the they used to at the barber, you used to get your dentistry done. Amazingly, that that is exactly why there's a barber because it's really in in the medical field that those uh red and blue stripes swirling now and that's i mean this is history man this is history that we need to know and uh like i was saying big shout out to uh wilson uh i actually got a chance to interview miss ann boyd in the museum of the uh oliver nestus freeman roundhouse museum in african-america it's something i'm messing it up but it's a museum go check it out if you're ever in the area of Wilson, North Carolina, look up Miss Ann Boyd. She gave me a great interview to speak about segregation, what it was like. Like, just the integration in North Carolina didn't officially land until 1970. That's right around the corner. Okay, that was that was like that was yesterday. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. That's when the official. That's and when it ended. That's when it actually ended. That's when everybody was completely integrated. It's it's kind of crazy because they have a chart. I'm going to post it. I'm going to post it, all this stuff. Check out my Instagram, Quality Questionnaire on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Look it up. So you can see these historical facts. I'm going to put out the interview. And that's, uh yeah. I was, ex- man, I'm riveted. You know what I'm saying? All this. And February is coming up. And that's my favorite month. Okay. That's my favorite month. Because I get to talk to every one of my white counterparts. You know what I'm saying? And I can explain to them why if it's a black-owned business, if it's some, if it got black ink on it, you better support it this month, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, this is something we deserve. We deserve the whole year. But right. since y'all going to acknowledge us for a month, oh, you're going to acknowledge this, man. I'm looking for black donation from white folks. We got to put it in their face till they respect it. That's how it is, man. That's how it is. So we're going to get this ball going. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get all this, these these uh, joints that's just coming off of this 106.3 radio ATL hotness. We're going to, you know, you get, y'all going to hear some news. Y'all going to hear it all. We got it for you. Yeah. We'll be back. 106.3 ATL. The beat of the street. ATL's number one for live and uncut indie hip-hop and R&B streaming 24-7. 106.3. The beat in the street. ATL's number one for uncut and live indie hip-hop and r&b 24 7 um late breaking news before we close out late breaking news uh go ahead you found out that uh oh found out that in 2020 we're gonna have julian castro running for president he hails from san antonio texas oh yeah san antonio's cool i like san antonio and He's gonna um, he's gonna run Democrat. So I'm I'm anxious. I'm to hear what his campaign is gonna be about. I hope he makes it, comes in, kicks down the wall stuff. I'm talking about it's gonna be like America Mexico. <laughs> 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 to 
the United States of Mexico. Tell you something. <laughs> Mexican restaurants are going to be off the chain in 2020. I can't wait. All right. Now onward to the real segment. Uh, 106.3 ATL, the beat in the street. We are at the empowerment hour. Last segment of the day. Gonna say some empowering stuff. So it's uh, it's um, it's MLKJ. Yes, <laughs> January the fifteenth. As a matter of fact, Martin Luther King would be ninety today. This would be his ninetieth birthday. Oh man, that's a big monumental thing. I like the nine o. I like to say uh, the the dream, the dream is uh. It's not. It's not dead. It's not dead yet. Um, even though his it has been suppressed to some degree, but I will say we still have a heartbeat. We definitely need uh, a lot of moving forward when it comes to us as uh, black people, as us as coloreds, Negroes, niggas, homies, brothers. You know what I'm saying. There's a lot of, of gaps that still need to be filled, and we're going to yeah. help fill out one of them. And yeah. in honor of uh, Martin Luther King Jr., Michael, Michael King Jr. Little uh, unknown fact. Little unknown fact. Martin Luther King Jr.'s real name was Michael King. Right. And the only Something I learned. And the only reason why is because uh, Martin, or the real, or the Michael Sr., went up to Germany and was digging those Lutherans. He liked them so much, he changed his first name to Martin, like Martin Luther of the Lutherans. Yeah. And what, um, what this day signifies to me is that People are so quick to say that, oh, the civil rights movement, that was many, that was so many years ago, blah, blah, blah. Well, my grandma's still alive. She's 93, actually. And she can recall her accounts of what this state used to be when she was my age. And that's why I still hold the principles that I do. Because my gr- I can go to my grandmother and she can tell me what Savannah was like in the 40s and 50s. Matter of fact, she moved to Savannah from from the from the country roads of Liberty County. She moved to Savannah with my grandfather back in 1951, and that house they moved to in 1951 was essentially left to my mother. She owns that, my grandfather's first house that he bought when he moved to Savannah, when he passed away. So, um... What the heck that mean, though? That means I can <laughs> go to my grandmother and she can tell me what Savannah was like in 1951. She had to ride the bus back then. She, yeah, you know what I'm saying? She, We couldn't walk on the same sidewalks. We, matter of fact, Blacks wasn't allowed to go to the beach in Savannah. The The beach was segregated. The park, Forsyth Park, was segregated. But it ain't segregated now, though. Thanks to 
the work that this man has done, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. One of the many. One, you're right. One of the many. But thanks to his, you know, thanks to his his movement, thanks to the civil rights movement. What have we done since then, man? What have we? Because it certainly seems like we like to harp on what he did, and in corroboration of what he did, we do nothing. Well, I'm not going to say we're doing nothing. Okay, what you going to do on uh, February 3rd when this uh, game night? February 3rd? Well, if New Orleans is in, I won't Here be. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And this is what Martin Luther King was looking forward to. Like, oh, they're good until the Super Bowl come around this month. Then it's well, over. I'm getting my ass whooped for the Super Bowl. I'll put it to you like this. Um... I don't know how the city looked when he was here. Probably terrible. He probably couldn't get no Super Bowl. You know what he probably could? He probably could have gave a damn about the New Orleans Saints. That's just what I think. But, you know, I'm pretty sure they, you know what I love? I love when history tells us, and Martin Luther King Jr.'s favorite football team was the Philadelphia, it never says that. Malcolm X was always rooting for the Atlanta Braves. Like, what? <laughs> What's the message? Well, what's the what's the what's the empowering message? Because that's I think what you the movement need. the movement has taken a, definitely taken a pause because we're all sitting back waiting for the next one, not realizing the hope we're waiting for, the change we're waiting for. We are is, the one is buried underneath. Oh, I'm my. I gotta look out for me and mine and protect my house. Says Little Wayne, Rick Ross, and R. Kelly. Says all but, yeah, all, says all the, the the local hip hop rap. Oh, but I ain't dissing them. I'm loving you know if you're an indie rapper, keep doing your thing. But if you don't come out with a positive message, man, for real, don't come out at all. Cause that's what Malcolm X would probably not listen to. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't think he'd have been like, yeah. This is what I'm talking about. I mean, which goes to my... We're not controlling the radio stations. We're not in control well, of what we We're controlling this one. Oh, you're right. We're definitely right about that. God dang. That's what I'm talking about, the fight. It's always thinking about, oh, man, what I'm doing doesn't matter. It matters now. Right. All this stuff. Empowering people, we are going to be accountable to ourselves as we are accountable to you. This is different. This is indie. Definitely different. 106.3 ATL, the beat of the street. Because we're beating the truth out of y'all. You know what I'm saying? We're beating the truth out of us. No, we're beating the truth into them. Beating it into their heads. It's the only way they're going to listen. The beat the street. You forgot your cue, man. I know I didn't. You supposed I to still, I was still going off of you, but this is ATL's number one <laughs> for live, uncut indie hip hop and R and B, twenty four seven. 